Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome in to Mozzie and the Muscle, joined by my co-host, who's bringing the hustle. Mozzie, 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 doing the most. In a good way. I just watched a Netflix show about a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, haunting, haunting of Hill House. Fucking scary. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> McDaniel's going to be the target of the roast. <laughs> oh, man, I actually typed up a full like rant about him next episode so mad (laughs) (laughs) he's a chode anyway um yeah that's uh i'll be i'll be doing better once he's fired um yeah i I whipped up some uh some stir fry or i guess it's fried rice technically not stir fry um that thankfully i'd made rice like a day or two ago so uh, that prime that prime frying rice there yeah Um, hello veggies you know, it's uh, a lot of butter, sesame oil, garlic, you know, the, the works. So get them crunchy veggies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And at the end, like you kind of let the like the rice like sit there and let the bottom get like a little crispy at the end. I, I like doing that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yesterday's rice is like the best fried rice. <laughs> but uh, we'll be talking about Rashi another day. Um, for now, we've got Tampa at Buffalo here. Uh, we're both taking Buffalo. The total is 42 and a half. That's up from 39. And then Buffalo's favored by eight and a half. I think the total is probably about right. Because if this were a Sunday game, I would probably take the over. But since it's a Thursday, I think that's going to be where I'll, I'll let it kind of chill. Yeah, that's why I'm not super gung-ho about the spread is because it's a Thursday game. So you have both teams not super prepared or as prepared as they could be. These games are usually lower scoring. Eight and a half's a lot. Especially since Buffalo just uh, lost <laughs> to the Patriots. You know, every crazy. every so often, Bill just kind of, like, gets in town's head. I forgot. I was supposed to, like, like as a Jets fan, I'm supposed, like, it was supposed to, like, that's what was supposed to happen for, like, the best case scenario. Yeah, for it was a Jets. good outcome for you. Yeah, It was, like, the Bills lose to the... I wanted to throw up. I was so... I... I wasn't happy. I understand <laughs> it's better. I still, I hated it. That uh, I wanted to, I wanted to throw up. I, there's, uh, God damn, that game was pretty tough to rewatch, which I went back and did. Um, and that was kind of spurred by, so on McAfee earlier today, um, AQ Shipley was on, and I like when he's on McAfee because he, he, former lineman, he pays attention to the big mm-hmm. boys a lot. He had sort of a passing comment where he said that Buffalo's interior line was getting mauled by the Pats' interior D line, and that I was just kind of like, "Huh, is that true?" So I went and watched it. I don't agree with that actually. From what I watched, it seemed a lot more like Bill was doing his pretty standard. I'm going to put five guys on the line against your five linemen. And then about one and a half seconds after they're all locked up and engaged, I'm going to send one more asshole 
through the B gap, which is mm-hmm. would be where the the guard is. But they're obviously I say would be where the asshole is. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> would be technically it's just your B gap. Anyway, yeah, it's the B hole. Um, yeah, I'm gonna send one more guy through who's gonna be able to get straight to the quarterback untouched, and he did that all game. And Jalen was being flushed out of the pocket constantly. But the the thing is, is against Jalen, that really shouldn't work. And that's what was so infuriating because Jalen throwing on the run, yeah, is good. It was not there against the Patriots. He was really bad throwing on the run for one of the first times I've ever seen. He was just off. It was an off Jalen game, and ah, uh, like I think if they did the exact same thing again and it was just a Jalen on day, like he would have just torched them. <laughs> He missed digs by like three yards or so, maybe like four or five times. He overthrew Knox and Kincaid each probably twice. There were a lot of just misses that he normally just kind of makes those. So like, yeah, I, that's that. I, I, I kind of am taking a little bit of the power away from the Patriots in their win and more just saying it was just kind of an off day for Jalen. And yeah. part two to that, the Bills' defense looked awful. Which I think we were we've kind of been commenting on that, like since the injuries have rolled in for them, with no Trey White, no Milano, no um, I forget their guy in the middle that they lost as well. Um, their their defensive tackle they lost for the year too. So down uh, three Daquan of like their Jones. yeah, Daquan Jones. Um, so down three of their main guys. So anyone else that is gimpy or out is just going to really exacerbate that as well. But like. They've the middle of their defense is severely weakened, and then they miss their number one corner. So like it's yeah. their secondary sucks, and the middle of their defense is not reliable, like in the run game. So yep, their defense is just a lot worse now. Um, and like I don't feel as confident in Buffalo as I feel like I should. Right. Like for that kind of reason, given how they've how their defense has kind of struggled a bit, I I, I think Jalen will probably end up being fine. Every so often, Jalen will have those games. He usually has like yeah. two a year, sometimes a third, maybe iffy third. But it's like you just found like the raisin in your Halloween candy. You're like, uh, right. you know, like, like uh. I expected this probably. Like I knew I was going to be disappointed <laughs> by this at some point, but like it's probably going to be there. So Stupid Millers down the street think they're being <sighs> the greatest parents ever by giving everybody raisins and celery yeah. as their Halloween candy. Ooh, yeah, which, yeah, ra- raisins is not actually healthy. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's true. And they're really bad for dogs. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, no, no grapes and raisins for the doggos. Um, yeah, I, I, the, the whole thing about dried fruit and like raisins is so annoying because like you're taking all the good stuff out of the fruit and then you're sugaring it, like you're just yeah. sugarcoating it and you're drying it. I like it, it. The sugar to it. <laughs> yeah. So then it's just it's just like textured candy at that point. So yeah. anyway, so just um, get regular candy and then eat regular fruit. Yeah, that's, that's the <laughs> preference I think for me. <laughs> I think there's any if there's I like okay I do like banana chips more than regular bananas. That's like the one really. Yeah, like this like the sweetened banana chips. I just like bananas. I I use them in smoothies a lot because they're like they're yeah. good. Uh, I I like them like in the smoothies more than I like them by themselves. Like I like eating just a banana by itself. I'm not like huge, but they they're they're, they're great. They're great in like breakfast smoothies. 
Yeah, some peanut butter, some banana, some yeah, nanners. I do. Yeah, I do. I do nanner, uh, almond butter, milk, cinnamon, so. Nut butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I would. Yeah, I would <clears> not <throat> want to put. I wouldn't want to put banana chips in a smoothie. That wouldn't work well. But that would sweet, not work well. Sweet banana chips are tasty. Anyway, uh, where <laughs> were we? Yeah, Buffalo defense um, is getting blended up like sweetened banana chips. Um, <laughs> they've they've been on the struggle bus. The problem is Baker has also been on the struggle bus. He has <laughs> yeah, been dogged the last two weeks. He's been really bad. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's kind of where we were with it. Like going into the year, like they're gonna be games where they face lesser opponents. Baker's better. They win, but man, ba- Baker has been so bad the last two weeks. Um, a little if, better last week, but the week before was awful. It's to a point where like if Tampa had Kirk Cousins. They probably, if not win this game, get very close. If if Tampa has Kirk, they run away with the division, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's even like a, that's not a hot take remotely. I think. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because like they should have lost by more last week, but like the the goal line fumble and stuff that uh ended up being a touchback. So, which Atlanta's gonna piss me off all year anyway. Um, <laughs> Well, actually, I don't know, because Kirk kind of plays as well as whoever he goes against. So if he has to play against Ritter twice and Derek Carr twice and uh, Bryce Young twice, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> is that is that tangential Purdy slander then? Or... <laughs> uh, but uh, So the Bills, they they fit into the bucket of teams that beat the Bucks of like actual like contenders. That's actual contenders have just kind of beat on the bucks pretty easily yeah so i'm expecting that to continue like they're the better team jalen mcdermott over baker and bulls like if bulls were a better head coach i'd be like pretty interested in if not a full upset like a pretty big spread cover but i think this game will probably play out about how we expect just it's just a matter of how does baker do um with that though yeah that's that's it (laughs) yeah the spread is dependent on Baker's play. Yeah, Baker, I mean, uh, shut up here. So, <laughs> uh, while I was looking at, you know, zone rates, all that stuff, this, as this one's interesting, because looking at the receivers that have torched, like, the Bills, you, you would think Goddard, but then you'd look at the Bills are pretty zone heavy now, Trey White out, and that that is leaning towards Bevins this year. So... He'd be my lane just based off of that, and then also, like, he's got the rapport. Like, he's been the better guy pretty much all year, um, but I don't have an issue with either when we're looking at the showdown here. Um, that, but I, and since Baker has been playing poorly, it would make sense for him to return to the guy he was finding a lot of success with, Yeah, especially and, on a short week. Uh-huh. And, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, we see, like, not a huge, not, maybe not as big as last week, but, like, a bit of viability. I haven't looked at the prices yet, but for, for Otten, just because... That middle of the defense has gotten a lot weaker for Buffalo. We've seen the last two weeks. Um, it was Waller, who probably should have had a touchdown. He got like all his points at the end once they figured out what they needed to do. And then <laughs> the Pats with Henry and Farrah Brown and Gusecki like put up a nice combined week. It was oh, just yeah. weird spread out because you know it's the Pats. They're going to do that. Um, so it's been a lot weaker there lately with the, those injuries. But my favorite is actually Rashad White, which is weird for me to say because – I sort of am. I've been a Rashad White hater, basically. Yeah, you have, but it's okay. So he's not great at running the football. He is good at catching the football. Yeah, I think this is kind of <laughs> a softer matchup. He's gonna get receptions. 
I, I think the matches make sense for him. This is pretty much what they're going to need to do to win. I feel like they'll kind of look at last week and go, okay, like, we just need to try to dominate the time of possession a bit, keep it close and gross and slow, all that jazz. White's been getting, like, a ton of touches every week. Yeah. His his lowest was against Detroit, um, but he's been getting... So, I'll go off opportunities. So, this is going to be from last week towards week one. Uh, 19, 11, that was a low... 18, 17, uh, 22, and 19. So he, they're giving the ball a ton. Yeah. Now, the the slight caveat is, and I don't think this manifests yet, but Chase Edmonds is probably going to be back. I don't think he gets in a ton initially, but he's someone who could possibly into the receiving workload. But again, I'm not always expecting that yet. So I, I have this like weird, and I, I don't want to compare this exactly, but... Whenever I hate a running back in general, and then like I go, hey, I think he might have a good game. I've got a pretty decent hit rate on that, and I might just be thinking purely of Damian Williams. Damian but Williams. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 tough to like find see a player. You're like, I don't think this guy is that great. I've not been big on him at all all year, <laughs> but I like him in this spot, and so I'm just trying to be objective and put my biases away a bit there. I actually like. So I was thinking about this earlier on FanDuel versus DraftKings. Mm-hmm. On FanDuel, I like Rashad White. On DraftKings, I like both Rashad White and James Cook. And that's because, no, you can't really run on Tampa. Um, you re- kind of regardless of if Vey is in, that just makes it harder. Mm-hmm. But when Jalen was hitting Cook just on the receptions, Cook was absolutely feasting against the Patriots. He was pretty much like half of their offense because the mm-hmm. deep shots weren't connecting. He was just chunking, and it looked really good. I So I know that you've got him as a mash, but on DraftKings in the full PPR, I do still like Cook this week. Gotcha. Now that, I, I get that. My... My reasoning was like I don't think he'll be able to run well, and also they'll be able to pass to the receivers. So mm-hmm. that ended up being my lean. Like okay, like I don't think they're gonna need to force it to him per se. So yeah, they won't need to force it to him. That's for sure. But he's just—I think he's now worked himself in as a really reliable, like short pass for for Jalen if shit's breaking down. Because honestly, like. The Tampa front seven versus the Patriots, they're not too different. No, like the the Tampa's got a good front seven. I I expect him to get flushed out of the pocket a decent amount and have to make throws, and a lot of times that ended up being uh, Cook and for I the first to... time ever. Right. <laughs> he ended up <laughs> flushing out and getting to Cook. Yep, which and... is what that's what he should be doing. That's yeah, really, like. There were a lot of good things in that awful, terrible, no good loss, but uh, that that's like the main thing is I'm like, okay, he finally like realized he doesn't have to try and launch it 50 yards downfield when he's when he's scrambling, and it's really cool that he can. But sometimes to, it's better just to just get it to cook and let him cook. Do you get think we're? I was like, I don't, I don't think we're gonna get a uh, thirteen for thirty-three like Kamara did the other week, but that <laughs> no, was impressively no. low. That was so oh funny. But God. another thing in favor of Rashad White is 
kind of looking at how receiving backs have done against Buffalo. Um, Ramondre, 6 for 51. ETN, 4 for 48. Miami, um, a combined 6 for 55 with their guys. Jacobs, 5 for 51. And then week one, the Jets had like six for what is that 68 so damn but even like the last three weeks with the injuries like obviously et took advantage of that running too but i think i think ramondre is like a fair comp to white in a sense like ramondre is better but i don't think they're dissimilar archetypes per se ramondre is a little thicker yeah, he he's a lot better in like short yardage running than yeah, Rashad White is. I, oh my god, yeah, not even that's close. that's pretty that's pretty much like the main difference in them is Stevenson can run between the tackles reliably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, Rashad White is like long Stevenson because <laughs> <laughs> he's like six foot. He's uh, he's not small. Dre. He's just he's just a little more tall, a little more lithe. Ramondre's a little bulkier, lower center of gravity. Mm-hmm. But, I wouldn't put either of them in the elite conversation or no. in the even really the very good conversation. Well, I put them well, in the, uh, Ramondre, I don't, how much of it this year is the Pats, though? Like, I know, that's it's tough. He was I so good last White year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, your shot, Rashad White is not very good. Um, He's fine. Yeah, serviceable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, on the Buffalo side, I, I do love the, jig, the, the jigs, the digs to the Jalen. Uh, the jig is up. Yeah, <laughs> that's that seems like money this game. Um, well, I one parlay I had was um, I did Cook under fifty one point five rushing yards, and then I had Jalen over uh, one and a half pass touchdowns. I took a yardage over. It was around two sixty. I don't remember exactly what it was, but that that, that was my parlay for for this game. Okay, felt, felt pretty money. Yeah, given how we're expecting this matchup to go like i looked at it and i was like this is how this should go and i dug in more i'm like yep that's how this <laughs> is really how this should go it but, really should be a lot of jalen passing and the passing offense finding success for the bills and then if tampa it, like if baker can throw accurately you will also have some good tampa passing i just the past two weeks it has not been there <laughs> Yeah, it's been a little tough. Um, but looking at the other options, mostly like the Buffalo options outside of Diggs, we've got the tier two of Gabe and Kincaid. Who who is your lean there? Is it gonna be Kincaid with with Knox out probably? Mine is Kincaid. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see what he does. And on that note, yeah, with Knox is out. We've got Ed Oliver questionable, and then of course we've still got White and Milano and Jones on IR. Uh, for Tampa, Vita Vea is questionable. He's a game time decision. We've got Matt Feeler out. Barely know her. Um, <laughs> and then Godwin and Baker are questionable, which I think both will play. At least Baker. Um, I haven't looked enough into um, Godwin's yet to be for sure. And then, like I mentioned, we may, not, we may have Chase Edmonds back. So uh, with, with, with Kincaid, is it any anything specific you're looking at there? Or is it your general tight end uh, <laughs> prowess kicking in? I just... It's more just from watching the the Patriots game. He looked to his tight ends a lot, um, and he missed them a good amount. Mm. But he did look to them a lot, and That's I think good. that now that it's just Kincaid, that makes things a little easier for him in terms of just like getting on tempo with one guy as opposed to both. Uh, my only problem with Gabe Davis is just 
He's so boomer bust. It's because he he only needs like three catches to have a fantasy relevant day. But if he doesn't get them, then he's fantasy era. Yeah, he had like four straight games with a touchdown actually at one point, and then he had he had a good game with Jacksonville. But the last two have been a little little down for him. Buffalo has kind of just been struggle busting in general the last two though, so it's kind of a little bit of both there. The one thing I kind of want to add in that's a little important is another injury we've got is that Quentin Morris, the Bills' other tight end, is also out. So mm-hmm. right now there's not another tight end on their active roster. They're going to have to bring someone up, which I assume they'll do. That'll be Joel Wilson, it looks like. Oh. Don't I'm going to be honest, don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. That's um, okay. He so en- entered this year. He was a free agent ad they put on the practice squad. So, yeah. Um, it's going to be just Kincaid at tight end, but that means it's going to be a lot of 11 probably. So we're looking at a little more viability for the other three, that rotation of Hardy and Sherfield and Shakir. It's been a pretty even back and forth mix. I'll say, um, the last three weeks, that was very whistly three Shakir has gotten the most. Um, I Shakir and Hardy seem better than Sherfield. Uh, Shakir is a little bit more of the guy who I think we've seen like be a deep threat. Meanwhile, Hardy is a bit like shiftier, yakier. I mean, he can still get big plays, of course, because he's fast. But he also returns kicks. Or, yeah, uh, punts. Punts. Yeah, punts. Possibly both. But do you do you have a preference on those two, or is it more of like, hey, these guys are just more viable now, depending on prices for for my lineups. Yeah, that it's probably for DFS dependent on price. I have to say though, I liked what I saw out of Hardy last week, and I mm. I know that he's not gotten the most playing time of the three, but yeah, he's cheaper. He's only a thousand on DK versus uh, thirty two for Shakir. Interesting. And the Sherfield's four hundred, so I, I'd probably lean Hardy in that context. I really liked how he he absolutely busted a Patriots corner's ankles, like he ripped them out of the socket. <laughs> it was so awesome. <laughs> uh, Let's see the Patriots fail. Yeah, <laughs> right there with you. <laughs> so yeah, this game. Uh, I'm hoping we get a good Thursday night game here. Yeah, I mean, I hope Baker doesn't play like shit. I just, you know, yeah. don't really want to put expectations or hope on that. Baker, please show up. <laughs> Baker, well, the real Baker, please show up. <laughs> What the real Mayfield? Please stand up. Please stand up. Please stand up. <laughs> um, do you have any thoughts on this game potentially hitting the like? If Baker plays well, this probably hits the over, right? Yeah, that's why I was like, if this is a Sunday game, I'm taking the over for sure on this. <laughs> right. Um, I <laughs> maybe we need Baker to think less, and Thursdays are better for him. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> just what. We just always we just usually see less offense on Thursdays. So that's why I'm not excited for it. But I think if this were a Sunday game, we'd probably see this push like 45. Yep. Be yeah, my, I would agree my lead that. on that. So, but no, there, there's a there's a pretty high ceiling on this game. I think it's only just as Baker. It's all on Baker. Baker. Good. Yeah, like he, he's I'm doing the, my part. <laughs> yeah, so like I think you can build like a lineup for a script either way. Like maybe you build two lineups. One is Baker doesn't show up, and one is Baker does show up. That would be pretty fun. Actually. Yeah. So like, and that's that's always fun. Like the the latter, because uh, I think the general consensus is going to be like Baker doesn't show up, 
but mm-hmm. I think the latter is probably more advantageous DFS wise. That's probably where I'm going to lean for a single entry, just because we're going off of like, okay, we want to shoot for something a little less likely, but it's still possible with these showdowns. So I think the consensus is the Bills defense is still good, even though it's not. And then, although maybe <laughs> last week will push more people. And then Baker has been bad the last two weeks. So like, if we say, okay, the Bills defense is bad, people haven't caught up, and then Baker is not total garbage, then this game probably stays a bit closer, goes kind of high. So I I would lean in a DFS lineup, playing it that way. Now, betting wise is a different story, but I, DFS, you're trying to just beat other people versus be exactly right, right on what happens. So, And I, I'm actually starting to get more confident that we do get a decent Baker game. And the only reason being... The Bills couldn't pressure Mac Jones at all. And didn't Von Miller barely play? I feel like I remember seeing that. I mean... he Yeah, he didn't play last week. And oh, no, sorry. That's Ed Oliver. My bad. My bad. Uh, Von Miller, yeah. Okay, Von Miller essentially didn't play. He played six snaps last week. Interesting. Why did, he only played six? Yeah, so AJ I didn't see him out there, more. so I didn't think he played at all. Yeah, I forget what it was, but I don't think he was hurt specifically, but... Yeah, he just didn't really play much last week. And that was what we saw last year was when Von Miller wasn't out there, you know, wrecking it. Their their pass rush was gone. So if he's either, I I need to double check this, but we, we don't have a sample from last week. If, they, if they've decided he's not effective or still hurt, then, you know, we did get more Shaq Lawson because he was hurt and came back. Same with Rousseau. So they might just be working more guys in. But yeah, the pass rush has not been there. And I think, you know, the lack of, the lack of an effective Von Miller in there is definitely part of it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't think he played at all. I'm wondering if maybe he's on just a slowly building snap count. Like, well, this, like gonna, he, he'll get like 30% this week or something. So he played his first game. He got 23%. Second game got 35%. And last week just got 10%. So I'm not, I got, that's why I was so confused. It's like, why did it just drop randomly? Weird. So I, I meant to dig into that, but didn't get a chance to it's just like i remember seeing a thing of like he was like oh i just didn't really play much and then they're like real insightful comment for us <laughs> like yeah we can so, tell we would like to know why sir <laughs> so it's a little a little weird on that one I'm, I'm looking through like a line of stuff now i'm like huh i can go like baker captain well i've got one i like uh baker captain with evans and rashad white and then okay Diggs, hardy tyler bass oh there you go that's actually, I kind of like that. Yeah. I don't know if that'll be what I fully go on, but I like that as an initial like starting point. That's an interesting, like, all right, I think Baker has a decent game because there's no pressure on him. And we know Baker. He's like Derek Carr. You know, you, if he's if he's getting pressured, you don't want him. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, one, one thing I do like, and this might be more of a FanDuel thing, is like I like playing underdog quarterback as a captain or like banking on them being better than expected because... At least on FanDuel, the quarterback is a little weighted more, whereas on DraftKings, it can, it's easy to get scored by a pass catcher. But Yes, that full PPR, man. Oof, yeah. So, we'll see. I, I think this will be an interesting game. I, I, I want to see like if Buffalo actually, not, not dominates, but handles their business well like they should against Tampa. They should. So, but anyway, in the meantime... Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, you can find us online at mozzieandmuscle.com. You can find us on Twitter at mozzieandmuscle. Did I say the first thing right? Mozzieandthemuscle.com. The one has a the, one doesn't. And then we're now on Instagram. 
thank you at uh mozzie and the muscle we're on podcasts since you found us uh tell a friend we've got we've got some good shit here we'll we'll uh see see if we can get more stuff on the website i've been pretty slammed lately but things will open up a bit for more now so i should have time to get some more articles and stuff up because i always like doing that too it's it's funny how much easier it is to get eyes on a website than ears on a podcast i think it's just like a time thing you know mm-hmm. a 10 minutes versus half an hour hour so but that's true also really quickly why the fuck are there no bi-week teams this week why the that was fuck so did weird we have <laughs> six why did we have six teams on by last week and zero this week whose brain dead idea was that it's week eight. It's literally halfway through the season. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. It's dumb. I think I think there might be six again next week. I'm not sure. Let me double check. Because there are we're a just, couple with six. We're just going to give like a quarter of the league off. Uh, it, I don't like that. I, I really... Because if next week the is six four. teams are good, then you are stuck with a full week of garbage football. Which is kind of what it was. Uh <laughs> Yeah, they they could have they could have just put yeah like the Titans and Texans or something this week. I don't know. I I don't understand that. That's just but, my quick little what the fuck rant. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're trying something new, and I'm just you know aversive to to change. But yeah, I didn't like it. I don't want a week where it's like, oh yeah, the buy teams are Philly, Miami, Detroit, uh, the Bills, <laughs> and. Uh, the Niners, <laughs> but next I, week, don't worry. On by we <laughs> we have uh, the Texans, the Titans. Uh, I think Saints. Week Ten is probably the worst. Week Ten, it's only four teams, but it's Chiefs, Rams, Dolphins, Eagles on by. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Those are three of the highest scoring teams, and like the, the Rams offense <laughs> is pretty solid. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like what the fuck? I, I'm pretty sure there used to be weeks where we would have an eighteen by. In the uh, we like one week shorter season, I could be wrong, but I feel like we there were one of those. Uh, at oh some my point. god, did you see the Sunday night game for week 10? This is totally off topic. I'm sorry, is it terrible or <laughs> is oh, it it's what, amazing? It is the Jets at the Raiders, baby. Let's go! Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, Caleb and I have been looking at going to that, baby, but I don't know if we will based on how the teams are. Before the season when it was Rodgers, we were like, oh, that looks kind of fun. Now, like... (laughs) (laughs) We don't want... Do we really care enough to see Zacky Poo? (laughs) Yeah, maybe AOC and Zach Wilson. We'll see. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I would do that. Maybe he'll hear AOC and get up a little bit for the game. Think it's the politician. She's in Um, her 30s or 40s. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back soon with the rest of the preview.